Welcome to the Shenmue AM2 Podcast. So welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 Podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew. And Matt. So this week we're going to uh, talk about our thoughts on the Kickstarter, uh, what we liked, what we didn't like, uh, what they can improve on, uh, stretch goals, how they market it compared to you know some other Kickstarters out there. Rewards. Yep. My thoughts on the Kickstarter, uh, first off I just want to say I think it was absolutely genius and 100% necessary that they did this during E3. Yeah, that helped a lot. Like it broke all those records on the first day just because of all those eyes on it. Um, if they hadn't have done it at E3, I, I think with them doing it at E3, it was harder for it to get negative press. If I think they had have done it with own E3, um, it would have got substantially more negative press because, to be honest, it did get a lot of negative press, too. A lot. People seem determined to tank this thing. I don't uh, know why. And there's just... There's not a whole lot of accountability uh, mm-hmm. with internet websites um, just reporting false information. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a... Like blatantly false. Yeah. There's a... I really enjoy watching him on YouTube, Metal Jesus Rocks. Mm-hmm. But his episode that him and Reggie did about Shenmue 3 mm-hmm. was atrocious. I almost unsubscribed. It was... what If you're out there, watch it and it'll just infuriate you. Wow. How, uh, How un- uninformed they were. Oh my god, it's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, the the fact that they did it during live during the PlayStation thing, um, and that PlayStation they had already announced the Last Guardian and Final Fantasy VII remake, mm-hmm. so that crowd was already pretty hot. Yep, they uh, they were the uh, last part of that Triforce of that trident of just sheer awesomeness that they mm-hmm. were just whipping down from the clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I'm not surprised that they did it through Kickstarter because um, essentially, really, when you think about it, it boils down to Kickstarter is just a pre-order program at the end of the day. Yeah. You're just agreeing where, to buy where something. You, where you may or may not get your product. <laughs> yep. But, I mean, it's for me, it was a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, how soon did you donate to the Kickstarter? Oh, I don't remember. I assume uh, it was... I think it was the next day, just because the site crashed. Like, I couldn't get on it. Well, I, actually, I didn't try to get on it. I just heard that other people couldn't get on it, so I, did, I assumed I wouldn't be able to. I was like, eh, it'll be there for a month. <laughs> so I just did it the next day. I was probably in, like, the last... 12, 11, 10 days. Why is that? I don't know. I just wanted to watch it, see how far it would go. Like, don't get me wrong, I was donating as much money as I possibly could, but I wanted to watch it a bit, um, see where it went. And as with, when you look at um, uh, KickTrack, which is, that's K-I-C-K-T-R-A-Q dot com, I think it's dot com. There are statistics sites for Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. When you look at how the funds tend to be donated, you have a huge push at the start, Mm -hmm. then it lulls down, and you have a huge push at the end. Um, And Shenmue was no different. Um, Shenmue had a huge start. Um, I was Record-breaking start. Yeah. Um, They met the uh, goal in under nine hours. Yeah, and I think what is the most impressive part about that is a, the website crashed, so that took away time, mm-hmm. and b, most of this was overnight or early in the morning for the majority of of the world. Yeah, like people were doing literally going to their computers immediately, and a lot of the time you hear it saying people put their money where their mouth is. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> we did it. It was so it was so rewarding after being on forums for like NeoGAF for years. I even made a topic on NeoGAF, like a hypothetical, like if Shenmue Kickstarter starter was announced, like how much would you donate? And like people people all uh, posted what they would donate to a hypothetical Kickstarter, and I tallied them up just to see how much we would be getting. You know, it got into the like hundreds of thousands or whatever. But, you know, there's amongst that, there was people coming in and just shitposting, be like, oh, you Shenmue fans, you suck, and, like, this will never happen, and Shenmue sucks, and it's never coming back, and, like, and even if it did come back, nobody would buy it, and you, none of you would put up money and stuff, and, like, just to prove all them wrong was so satisfying. <laughs> to those people, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't want to say a toe to so, but a fucking a toe to so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... What did you? Th- or obviously, this was a success. Mm. Um, they set a goal of two million, smashed it uh, on Kickstarter. Six million three hundred thirty-three thousand two hundred ninety-six bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think they did a good job of marketing it? Nope. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> um, they that PR team or whoever was managing it should not have been hired in the first place. Uh, after the first little while, they should have been fired before. Like, I guess. It's probably too late to turn it around and hire somebody else during the middle of it, but Awesome Japan, the uh, team that was helping Yu Suzuki do it, um, they're just horrible. <laughs> they have an under 50% success rate on Kickstarter. Oh, it's like if it would have... It, it makes me sad how much money this probably... How much more money this probably would have made if it was managed better. Like, just the communication was not there. When it was there, it was unclear. That strange, strange live stream with the guy who was high out of his mind. Like, did you see that? I saw little bits of it. I didn't watch it. Um, There's amazing gifts of that guy. <laughs> like, just, oh my god. I also think the agreement between Sony, whatever agreement there is between Sony, Shibuya, Saga, Yu Suzuki and any other parties involved because you know it's a confidential agreement mm-hmm. they're they're not doing themselves any favors because people are like oh Sony's backing it they just want to get pre-orders through Kickstarter mm-hmm. <laughs> probably not correct yeah but we can't definitively say it's not correct because we don't know you know from what I remember Sony's just providing some support for the porting of the PS4 version and some marketing maybe pretty and- sure that's all they're contributing but I, but could they have made this game with two million dollars? I, I mean, that was the goal, so I assume they could have made some form of the game. But would we have wanted to play it? <laughs> I don't think they could have made this this game with two million dollars, and that's kind of why I think there's and they've you know they've talked there's others investors involved. But if there was a greater amount of transparency, I think uh, I think the a lot of the negative press wouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think it's impossible to eliminate it, but they didn't do themselves any favors. Um, I think is the only way I can describe it. Yeah. And again, I'm not complaining because we're getting Shenmue three at some point in time, mm-hmm. and I'm ecstatic about that. Mm-hmm. Just need that Shenmue HD first. <laughs> yeah, and it's again I mentioned it earlier, and I think episode two Shenmue HD is a license for a second to print money, mm-hmm. um, and they won't do it because I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they never do anything that we want. I think in the future we should do an episode, Matt, mm. where we each, and we kind of keep them secret from one another to see how it comes out, but if we could each ask five questions mm-hmm. to either Sony, Saga, or any of the parties involved, Yu Suzuki, just ask five questions about Shenmue. Yeah. What they would be, who you'd ask them to, I think that could be a, a pretty good episode. Yeah. Um, so back on topic here... Um, Obviously, uh, they smashed. We smashed the goal as I mentioned earlier. Um, there was quite a good push at the end of the uh, Kickstarter. I know Matt came over to my house and we uh, we watched it live. That was great. The final day of the Kickstarter, the final night rather, the live stream. Even got my brother over there, and like he just got caught up in the hype, and he ended up donating too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, in all fairness, Matt's brother. We were both kind of hounding him, and he was like, no, 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 no. But I think he was he was getting caught up in the hype of the whole thing and like watching the countdown and stuff. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> and he just did the like the bare minimum to get the digital release. But And uh, we also, like we've mentioned what we put in before, And uh, but did you mention that you made, did you make your wife do it? I made my wife do it. No, I, I just did it with a different credit card. <laughs> with, with her credit card? No, with a different, with the, oh, okay. my other credit card. Well, I made my wife buy, uh, buy a copy too. She got the, the $60 physical copy. That's what I did too with my second one was I want, I got the physical For PC, PC copy. PC, yeah. Because uh, I wanted both. But I actually, I got my friend um, that I mentioned in an earlier one, the one I was talking to uh, during the Sony press conference, I got him to donate. I hounded him, hounded him, hounded him, and he just eventually was just like, what's the cheapest one where I can get the game? I'm like, $29! Thank you! It's not that bad. And I actually, we made an agreement. He, uh, he's like, I'm not doing this for free. Now, so his agreement was... He gave me three demands. One was that I had to delete this old photo of us in college. Well, that I took that was on my Facebook of him in college, just pretty uh, pretty lambasted drunk out of his mind. <laughs> uh, the second one was he gave me a list of five movies. And a little bit about me. I worked at a Rogers video, rent like a Canadian version of Blockbuster, essentially, mm. um, video store. And I'm notorious for not watching movies that are incredibly famous. <laughs> um, like, not seeing... I haven't seen any Indiana Jones. Mm. Um, haven't seen any Star Trek movies. Have you seen Terminator? That's all that matters. Haven't seen any Terminator oh, movies. fuck off. And so, hold on. So, Terminator, he gave me a list. He's like, you have to watch five movies with me that you should have already watched in your adult life. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And he said there was a Terminator, an Indiana Jones, a Star Wars. In all fairness, I have seen Phantom Menace, which I heard is the best one. That's a joke. Oh, jeez. You just triggered a whole bunch of people. uh, And I can't remember what the other two movies were. And my agreement was that I get to veto one of those options. I get to veto one of his uh, five movies. One of them was Die Hard, too. I haven't seen a Die Hard movie. Oh, that's great. Um, And he said if I do veto one of them, he's just going to pick a shitty movie for us to watch. (laughs) And what was the other... uh, I can't remember the other stipulation if there was another one, but... um, we ha- oh, and the other movie, the fifth movie, is Ghostbusters, and I did um, one movie in the five so far. Um, but that you've only done one so far. Okay, this this game's a, a ways away. Um, <laughs> you should have at least done like two, maybe. <laughs> 
We got time. Um, All we got is time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I was ecstatic that I got him to donate to the Kickstarter uh, because that was twenty nine more dollars. Yeah. But just looking here, you mentioned the last little push. I even I even put out a notice, and I got some flack from my listeners for this on my Twin Peaks podcast. I put out a, a like a special like ten minute like message to people. I'm like. I've been putting out this podcast since 2013. I've never asked for anything. My two favorite things are Twin Peaks and Shenmue, and they're both coming back and against all odds. If you've ever wanted to give me anything, give $5 to the Shenmue Kickstarter, and I put this sentence out to like my thousands of Twin Peaks podcast listeners. <laughs> I don't know if any of them did it, but one of them gave me shit for it. <laughs> so yeah, just kind of, we Matt mentioned the last... Uh, Push there. So between the last two days of the Shenmue podcast, or Shenmue podcast, the Shenmue AM2 podcast, uh, during the last two days of the Kickstarter, they raised over a million dollars. And 947,276 of that was on the last day. Wow. So almost a million dollars in the last day. Mm. And keep in mind, the Kickstarter wasn't, that last day isn't a full 24 hours mm-hmm. because it ended at some random point in time during the day. Yeah. Uh, so that, I think, is so impressive. Yes, it definitely is. We still could have done more, though. I know we could have done more if the management was better. We are doing more through the Slacker Backer. Oh, how's that going? Um, Slacker Backer, uh, total... Through PayPal, right? So if anybody out there listening to this, I can't imagine you wouldn't have donated already. You wouldn't have not donated already, however you say this. Um, but if you haven't yet, PayPal, Slacker Backer, do it. Yeah, right now. Right, pause this. Don't pause. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll wait. We'll, we'll keep wait. talking as you do it. <laughs> Um, so there's been, uh, through the Slackerbacker, there's been an additional, uh, as of recording this, obviously, 3,567 backers, totaling... That was my phone, with Shenmue sounds. <laughs> I just got a no- notification. Probably his mom. No, it's Pinterest. Shut up, Pinterest. <laughs> so the, uh, uh, Slackerbacker so far has raised an additional 314934 bucks, which I think is awesome. Yep. Um, because essentially the way I'm looking at the Slackerbacker is as long as this keeps going and people keep donating a little bit of money, this money, at the end of the day, Yu Suzuki has to pay his employees, mm-hmm. this money is covering salaries. Yeah. Really, when you're making a video game, you're not necessarily buying a whole lot of physical assets to make it. It's people's time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more... Um, money that he has, the more time he can spend paying employees to put together this hopefully fine gem of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, up until recently, the slack, the average slacker backer donation was actually higher than the average Kickstarter donation for this game. Um, the slacker backer has slowed a little bit, um, but the uh, Kickstarter average Kickstarter donation right now. Well, I guess permanently it's uh, $91.36, and right now the average slacker backer donation is uh, $88.29. So they're only uh, about $3 apart, which, I mean, slacker backer uh, contributors, I thank every one of them. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I may uh, I may even do a slacker backer donation myself at some point really? in time. Because why not? If you uh, do PayPal at the same time as you're also on a Kickstarter, you just get like a, a double of the same one. Can you add to your Kickstarter one or with through PayPal? Or? No, it's its own. It's it would be its own donation. Okay. Um, so you get another copy, basically like a third copy, basically. Maybe? Yeah, maybe do a digital copy uh, for the collectors out there. If you did do two, um, 
and we'll kind of talk about people that did two here in a moment. But if you did do two, um, you know, most people that probably did two went for the physical and uh, PC version, physical PS4 version. Mm. Um, you know, if you want to do that soccer backer donation, you could get a, uh, a digital copy for yourself. You got any other? You got any other stats you want to? Um, just kind of comparing it to other. Uh, Similar Kickstarter. So essentially, I lump this in with four games, including this one. So you have your Shenmue, your Bloodstained, your Mighty Number no. Nine, and Ukulele. I think these games are all similar in their situations. Um, it's unfortunate the other three games, Bloodstained, Mighty Number no. Nine, and Ukulele, didn't get the original assets. Shenmue is the only one that actually is an actual uh, continuation. Continuation yeah, of the, the story. The other ones are spiritual continuations. Yep. Um, they've all done slacker backers as well. Um, do you like the term slacker backer, Matt? I never really thought about it. I think it has a bit of a negative connotation, um, calling someone slacker, but... Do you think that stops people from using it? No. Mm. Um, but, I don't know, I just wish there was a better term. Mm. I don't know. We're both kind of... I'm a. You can't bring up a problem and not propose a solution. <laughs> just a better name. I don't know. Which is... <laughs> you put me on the spot here, Matt. <laughs> you, um, you had time to think about this. <laughs> Shenmue appreciation person <laughs> I don't know I never really thought of a replacement name mm. just from a marketing standpoint Matt and I both kind of are in marketing uh, I don't know I just don't like the name mm. call the PayPal donations that's what uh, one of them did I can't remember if it was Bloodstained Ukulele or Mighty Number no. 9 but they uh, one of them just called it PayPal donations mm. and now uh, is this the only Kickstarter you've ever backed it is okay I've backed a few most of them video games and out of all the video games I've backed and I backed all of these in like 2012 2013 2014 like a long time ago basically none of these games are out yet <laughs> except for Mighty Number no. 9 that came out that's the only one that came out I also backed Chasm Road Redemption Shantae Half Genie Hero River City Ransom Underground and Mighty Number no. 9 and Mighty Number no. 9 is the only one that came out and that was bad but I have high hopes for Shenmue. Did you play my... Have you played through it? I played a couple levels. And, I don't know. I just didn't... I deleted it. <laughs> off my PS4. I bought it. I haven't played it yet. I, uh... I bought the physical version for the Wii U. In my mind, I was like, I'm gonna get Bloodstained and Ukulele for the Wii U as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I like the controller. I like being able to, you know, see things on the map on the gamepad. Um, and apparently the Wii U is by far the worst version of Mighty Number no. 9. Yeah. Um, and... That kind of worries me about... Because that's the first big Kickstarter game, I think. Um, and it's getting negative to maybe lukewarm reviews. Yeah. Um, and Bloodstained just got delayed for about 15 months. On the on the bright side, though, the demo of Bloodstained, like, people are very positive towards it. It feels like Castlevania. And that's what I'm hoping is that... And I think that's uh, Igarashi, the guy doing the Bloodstained Kickstarter, I think that's... He, you know, wanted to make sure he didn't get himself in a mighty number nine situation like KJ and Fune. Mm. Um, and, you know what? Delaying a game... I'd rather have a delayed game that comes out that's polished than than uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah, um, but I, I when Bloodstained and Ukulele come out, I will buy them, um, and I hope people that back those buy Shenmue because mm-hmm. um, I think that's really the only way these Kickstarters are going to become uh, big things is if the community supports itself. Yeah can't look at it from a competitive standpoint because um, technically these are all competing for our dollars I guess yeah that's uh, that's one thing I do wish I backed is uh, Bloodstained but I didn't um, 
Then you may be able to do a slacker backer on it. I was having trouble. I should look into that. Yeah. Um, Mighty Number no. Nine. Bloodstain and uh, Ukulele all did slacker backers. Uh, obviously, Mighty Number no. 9's done because the game's released. But Bloodstain and Ukulele, I think, actually have stopped their slacker backers, possibly. Because I was having trouble finding information on them for my research for this. Mm. Um, what are your thoughts on the difference between when the whole negative thing happened with the slacker backer rewards or donations not getting the same rewards as the Kickstarter for Shadow? So. What was the question? So the sla- sla- the rewards on Slacker Backer aren't the same oh. as the rewards on Kickstarter for Shenmue. Uh Well, I mean, it said exclusive Kickstarter rewards for all those things that aren't included, right? They did. Um, and then there was that voting debacle where we could vote and the majority of people said, or not the majority, A but sl- the highest percentage of people said yes. But they combined the percentage of people that said no and the people that were either way on on right. either side of the fence, and decided not to do it. And I don't know if that was it's another one of the many controversies about this campaign. Yeah, um, yeah. I personally, for that poll, I said I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if, if slacker backers get the Kickstarter rewards. Maybe I should have said no. I don't care. Like they should have it. Fine, they're donating. Yeah, I think I voted, because I get to vote twice, because they did two, oh, yeah. two donations. I think I said yes in both of them. You, uh, yes, you do mind? You don't want them getting... No, yes, they could. They should get the rewards. Oh. Uh, because the way I looked at it is, yes, technically, I put my money on the line, and I could hopefully, <laughs> knock on wood, uh, get Shenmue 3, but there's a possibility that we might not. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people look at that as, hey, why do they get the same thing if they weren't willing to put their money up right away? I mean, it's, it's only a difference of a few months. They're still putting their money up before the thing's out. So. At the end of the day, they're funding this as well, right? Yep. So I didn't I didn't have a problem. Yeah. The more money this gets, the better it will be. That's the way I look at it. I don't care where the money comes from. True. Yep. Um, do you want to go through the goals that they reached and the ones they didn't reach? Yeah. All right. So the first goal that was reached was Shenmue 1 and 2 cinema shorts, which I just hope are better than Shenmue the movie, because that is horrible. That is not fun to watch. <laughs> no. I may, I've made my wife watch that before. Um, <laughs> and what amazes me about the Shenmue movie is how bad the fighting scenes are. Like, he's getting beat up in them. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's playing it is really bad. Um, then uh, the next goals were a bunch of different subtitles. And after that is the rapport system, which I don't remember what that is. That's just like some sort of system between Rio and Ren and Shenhua, maybe. Or is it maybe it's just between Rio and Shenhua only about how much she likes you? can't remember the exact details of the rapport system. I think it was kind of having, com- like, to build conversation trees. Like, okay. so conversations could go different ways, I think, if I, my memories That's probably me correctly. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, next was the skill tree system, which, I don't, again, I don't remember what that was. I think it was so you have the choice of, like, learning this move or that move and building on it or something. Hmm. Which you kind of already did in the old games where you had, like, separate move scrolls could occupy the same move slot, basically. You had to decide which one you wanted. That was just in Shenmue 2, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, then uh, Baisha Village expanded, and then five times the minigames. <laughs> I hope when they say five times the minigames, they mean different minigames. Not, I'd rather... not the same minigame, like, yeah, in five more spots. <laughs> I don't need five more lucky hits. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have, you know, uh, a lucky hit, a roll on top, a higher low, mm-hmm. different games. 
And then uh, another Baisha Village expansion and an additional, oh no, sorry, infiltration mission, which I hope controls better than that tank stealth mission from Disc 2, Shenmue 1. Uh, and then yet another Baisha Village expans- expansion and an additional quest. No uh, more details there, just an additional quest. Um, another ba- Baisha Village expanded uh, battle event. Um... Baisha Village expanded character perspective system. Now, is that the one that lets you play as Shenhua and Ren? I believe it is. Yes, I think that's what it was. Which some people were like, I don't want to play as other characters than Ryo. What do you think of this? Um, I don't mind it. I, I, it adds a new facet to the game. Um, that's all I think. I don't care if it's, um, if I'm playing as someone else. For you know, to do a little side mission or you know a short side quest or something, I I think that's fine. Yeah, and it, apparent, add, it adds content. Apparently, they have different like skills and different things they can do. Um, after that, it's another another uh, subtitle thing. I think I, I like that they're trying to get this in as many languages as possible. Yeah, that's good. It opens it up to more people. Yeah. Um, then uh, then they reached a new Kickstarter record. And then the last one they reached was the battle system expanded, Advanced Free Battle. So, I don't know if that just means they're going to have free battles like in the first two games, where it's kind of like the Virtual Fighter battling, and before they weren't going to have that, it was all QTEs. I'm not sure exactly what that means. I'm going to pull a fact checker on you here, Matt. Okay. Um, you must be reading off the Kickstarter, because on the Slacker Backer, with the donations, we've actually reached Ragdoll, too. Oh, Nice. Now, Ragdoll can be good, or it can be bad. <laughs> I hope this is the good Ragdoll. Sometimes it looks bad. Has anyone ever played the Bouncer for PS2? <laughs> that haven't. has the most ridiculous Ragdoll, and I hope it's not like that. Because <laughs> it, it just made the game ridiculous. Otherwise, a very good game. Uh, it's kind of like a Streets of Rage 3D for PS2. Mm-hmm. Check it out. So that's the, that's the last one we reached, then? If yeah. you include the Slacker Backer? So next, next would be seven million, um, and that's AI battling, which I'm not quite sure what that is. I think it's when you look at the goals for the expansion. I thought it, and I'm kind of on the fence about how they did this. All the Baisha Village stuff is first, mm-hmm. then you have all of the Chobu area expansions, yeah, and then you have all the Bayou Village expansions. So you can tell which part, which area is going to be more important, really. Yes, but would you rather have two small areas and one really big one? Or would you rather have three medium-sized ones? Well, I mean, the original game had small areas and one big one, basically. Yeah, I suppose. I think it's an interesting uh, choice the way they did it, though. Because it was clearly to entice people to get donate more mm. to expand those, um, to get to those areas. Yeah. Um, some other things that we didn't get were, yeah, AI battling, high ground battle system, don't know what that is, uh, mini games times four in the Chobu area, betting games times four in the Chobu area. It's, I think it's interesting that they say mini games and betting games are two different things. Yeah, that's, that is interesting. So what is, because in Shenmue 2, for example, almost everything was a betting game. Mm-hmm. It was all money on the line. Yeah. So what are the mini games going to be? I don't know. More duck races? Maybe they include the arcade games, if there are any. Although I can't see any arcade games in rural China. But <laughs> uh, then uh, Chobuary expanded in Kung Fu Mastery. Um... 
And then Chobuary expanded part-time job, which I hope is more ex- uh, exciting than moving crates in Shenmue 2. Yeah, <laughs> the part-time job in Shenmue 1 was exponentially better than the part-time job in Shenmue 2. Yeah. Uh, then Chobuary expanded game stalls, which maybe that's just lucky hit. Um, and then Bayou Village expanded mini games times four. Bayou Village expanded betting games times four. Bayou Village expanded Kung Fu Mastery. So both villages had Kung Fu Mastery as a thing that you could unlock with this Kickstarter. And uh, do we know what that is? Kung Fu Mastery. I do. Do you? Nope. <laughs> what do you do? What is I'm it? a Kung Fu Master. Oh, okay. It's a secret? It's a secret? It's a secret. Kung I have Kung no Fu idea secret. what it is. No idea. Uh, and then the last one at 11 million, if we had got there, would be Bio Village Expanded Magic Maze. I'm glad we didn't get a Magic Maze. <laughs> I don't want magic in this. I don't think. I don't. I think it's like the magic weather system. It's just a maze that is uh, probably procedurally generated. Maybe. Um, now, when they say so, for example, Chobu area expanded part-time job. Chobu area expanded game stalls. Do you think they're actually expanding the area, or they're just expanding to add that? Thing. Yeah, that's the question. They didn't specify, I don't think. It could be some shady deal, shady dealings here. Shady, <laughs> shady wording. Shady backroom deals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> easy allies, Michael Huber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not sure. I hope, I'm hoping that the area actually got bigger, like the, the area that we did get expanded. I hope it got bigger and not just more stuff in it. But. I think it needs to walk the fine line of both of them. Um because I think what could happen is if it gets too big without stuff in it, you'll get a Twilight Princess Zelda. Mm. And then if it's small with a lot of stuff in it, you'll get a Skyward Sword Zelda, where one is compact with a lot of stuff. Mm. The other one has a huge area with not a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hope it's a, a happy medium. Yeah. I think Shenmue 2 was a happy medium. Like, Shenmue 1 was compact with lots of stuff. Shenmue 2 was big, but I wouldn't say it's sparse. No, at Shenmue 2, they did a very good job of kind of always having something to do wherever you were. Yeah. Do you want to go through the list of rewards? Sure. Reward tiers. So, $5 is the Shenmue Lives. Basically, you get, hey, thanks for giving us 5 bucks. You don't get anything, really. Uh, next is $29, which was the digital copy of Shenmue 3 for PC or PS4. So, uh, that's probably one of the most popular yeah, actually looking at the, the kick track, um, because when this Kickstarter was first announced, when there was no physical PS4 version, mm-hmm. people really wanted a physical PS4 version. And on uh, the 3rd of July, when they announced a physical PS4 version, uh, there was an additional $335,960 donated. Um, but the actual... Uh, let me just find it here... Um, there wasn't a whole lot more backers that day. Hmm. Um, so people were just adjusting their, their donation. Yeah. And I think that, that physical four, physical PS4 version gained... That was a good idea. It was a very good idea. Mm-hmm. And then uh, next was $39. Uh, was a digital upgrade, which basically it just got you the game and uh, desktop wallpaper. Uh, that was That $39 one was added near the end. Yeah. As one of those kind of a way to get those people to upgrade from the 29 to the 39. It didn't give you much. No. And I think a lot of people had already updated from the 29 to the 60 PS, sixty physical PS4 yeah. version. You also get your name on the official Shenmue 3 website. Uh, and then $60. Uh, 
is a physical copy for PC or PS4. So uh, I've got a PC physical coming for $60, and then my other one, which I donated way more for, I'll be getting the PS4 copy with that. And they're limited editions, too, so the, you, they're only for the uh, Kickstarter yeah. people. Like the packaging? Yeah. And then uh, $80, which was a Kickstarter limited edition, was the uh, the one where you also get a international phone card in-game item, which lets you call Nozomi, Guizhang, Master Chen, Inesan, Joy, Fukusan, or other characters from Shenmue 1 and 2, it says. I wonder if you have to choose between them if there's enough money, air quotes, <laughs> on the international phone card to talk to all of them. Hmm. And also, that's kind of a, a bit of a ballsy move, because by doing so, you know, are they obliged to get the original voice actors for those characters, who are going to be a very minor role in this game, probably? <laughs> yeah, the, I would love it if they could get the original voice actors, but I doubt they will, actually. I don't know, I hope... I mean, they've gone to the length so far for uh, the original Japanese voice actor whose name escapes me, and, mm. and Corey Marshall. Well, it's easier to get one or two people than it is to get, you know, all those people we just listed, but... Hopefully they can do it. Um, and then $100 gets you a tr- all that plus the trial version and your name in the credits. So Go ahead. I forgot that this was included in mine, which is... Uh, so I don't... You get the trial version for PC. Who knows when that will be coming, but I don't know if I'll play it. That's what I was just going to ask you. Yeah. Um, I... I don't have a PC that would power it, <laughs> so it's kind of, you know, if Matt is playing it, I'm obviously going to be here day one watching him. Um, <laughs> Do you want me to? But I don't know if I want you to. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I want it to be spoiled. Yeah. Because that's all I think it would be. And it's weird that there's not a, a trial version for PS4. I hope they eventually put out something. Yeah. Because trial like demos are a great way to market a game, and Shenmue is a very tough game to market to a Western world. Um, so by having a demo might, you know, push people that little oomph to, to get them to buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Whatever the trial is, if I play it or if I don't, I hope it, I hope it turns out okay. Um, 120 gets you one of four random figures, Ryo, Shenhua, Chai, or the forklift. Are these actual figures or are they in-game capsule toys? No, they're real. You oh, actually okay. get them. All right. Uh, 160 gets you an, a backer-only advanced technique scroll for in-game, 20 capsule toy tickets for in-game, uh, MP3 download of the original soundtrack with unreleased tracks, a digital art book filled with unreleased illustrations, a Shenmue 3 t-shirt. So you get a lot of extra stuff for uh, another 40 bucks there compared to the previous one. I wonder if the advanced techno- technique scroll, mm. if it's going to be, if kind of for all the moves in the game, if they're going to be, you know, you can, essentially in Shemu 1, you just got better at the move. You became more efficient with it. Yeah. And it did more damage. If the moves are going to change over time, so you can add something into it. I thought in Shenmue 1, if you mastered the moves, they did change appearance slightly. Like they looked better. I thought. They maybe, might. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I thought if you like mastered the moves, they got better. Like they were more efficient, or they just looked cooler. I could be wrong. Um, One hundred and seventy-five dollars gets you all that plus uh, printed art book instead of just a digital one. I'm excited about the art book. Yeah, me too. Um, and then jumping from one seventy-five to two fifty gets you an illustration 
not sure if that's probably, I guess, a hand-drawn illustration by a character artist or something. Maybe, I don't know. You, does you Suzuki draw? <laughs> Would it be from him? Probably not. Um, backer-only arcane technique scroll. Oh, no. Magic. Arcane technique in-game item. Does arcane mean magic? Usually. It's going to be throwing fireballs. <laughs> Hadouken! <laughs> Uh, he also gets a skin change feature for Rio's jacket. I am never changing Rio's jacket. It's iconic. Uh, hopefully it's just a, like, downgraded version. <laughs> it's just the Dreamcast yeah, graphics. It's just, yeah, it's crappy texture jacket. <laughs> uh, you also get a physical CD with this one. Uh, jumping from 250 to 300 gets you an illustration signed by Yu Suzuki. Um... And That's all that neat. other stuff. So, because essentially everyone from this tier above, for most of the things, are going to get something autographed by Yu Suzuki. Yeah, pretty badass people. I haven't looked at this in like a year or whatever, or two years or whatever. So, like, I'm kind of building excitement looking through this and realizing all the stuff I'm going to get. <laughs> um, Five hundred dollars. Get all that plus you get all four figures uh, instead of just one of the random ones of Rio, Shenhua, Chai, and the forklift. You get all four. Um, six hundred dollars gets you a sh- uh, the Shenmu guestbook reward, uh, which lets you sign an in-game guestbook, so you can put a custom message in the game in the guestbook where Rio stays uh, in the game. I think that is going to be well. First off, hopefully they you know curate them a bit. Curate them a bit, <laughs> but I think that is going to be so neat to read because mm. I think a lot of them are going to be like you know thank you for the game. Um, I, I want to do something that fits in universe. Like, I don't want to do something meta like that. That's what I want to do, too, is, like, kind of, like, as if my wife and I actually visited that place yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm going to be, like, beautiful place, but the mosquitoes are bad or something. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, $700. Be in the newest Shenmue capsule toy collection as your own block figure for the in-game capsule toy machines. Give an idea for the toy's name. This is the level that I donated at. And you also receive a 2D digital illustration of yourself. I, uh, this is the one I picked. I was thinking about potentially going higher. Um, I, I was getting married, so I had a, a significant chunk of change in the bank to pay for the wedding. So I could have went higher if I wanted to. Um, but this was the one where I thought, hey, my face is going to be in this mm-hmm. block. I can recognize that it's me. Other people can recognize that it's me. When Matt's playing the game, if he gets this, he would be like, oh my god, I got your block. We also get to name it. I have no idea what I'm going to name it. I'm just going to name it myself. <laughs> I wonder if I get this and the other one that I chose later. I wonder if I also get, if I get the dice block. You don't. Boo! Eh, whatever. Um... So, I'm excited to get the drawing on my face, too. Yeah, I forgot about that. Receive a 2D digital illustration of yourself, which is what I assume they just put inside the block. Framed going in my man cave. <laughs> uh, $800. Your name will appear on a Chobu temple in Chinese characters. Receive a PDF of your name in Chinese characters as, it'll, as it will appear in the game. So I wonder if that will be like like the signs in Shenmue 1, where if you, if you zoom into them, the Japanese sign, it'll say in English what it says. Yeah, that, I never thought of that. That'd be neat. Mm. Find your name find your name tag on the temple and receive a special technique scroll. How are they going to do that? That require an extra bit of programming for every person. Like if I I have to look at my specific name like Yeah, so how are they going to do that? That man. Um 
the guy would need to like sign into some server so it would know it was me and stuff. Yeah, they give you like a unique digital download code, but that's still a lot of work too. Yeah. How I'll be interested to see how that turns out. Mm. Maybe what would happen is they give you a download code and it generates your unique thing, and you have a physical like Rio has a physical copy of it in the game to compare it to. Maybe I don't know, but that's that's a mm. that's a doozy. I hope they can do it. Um, so yeah, it's it's neat that you get a, a special move scroll from that though. Um, Nine hundred. Your hand and all the mysteries that lie within its palm will be featured in a book at a fortune teller. See what your future will hold. That's one of the ones they added late, wasn't it? it yeah, you can kind of tell the ones that added late. The ones that added really late were because the, they have the different color background than the purple ones. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think too many people went for that one. I don't even know what that means, really. Uh... $1,000, Rio voice message. Corey Marshall, the English voice actor who plays the main character, Rio, in Shinmu 1 and 2, will do a special voice message for you as Rio. So, I don't know if I get that one or not. Um, get uh, 1000 Get one of each of the following. Hand-drawn illustration by Kenji Miyawaki, which you're already getting illustration, so who, do, who does those other ones? Uh, a wristwatch, blue wristwatch. A Shenmue 1 t-shirt or mouse pad or CD case. Um, some of these are like choices, and some of these like include all the other things below it. It's hard. It's hard to keep track of it a little bit. So I'm not sure. Like when we get up here, I'm not sure what what I get and what I don't. Uh, Twelve hundred dollars. Get a Chinese character of your choice, or specific, or specially selected for you to represent yourself, drawn in ornate calligraphy. Find your character displayed at the temple in of the blooming flower, and get a special technique scroll. Get the physical hand-drawn calligraphy of your character. I hope that these move scrolls that are exclusive, if you find... I hope you can buy them in-game. Uh, well, they're supposed to be exclusive, so... <laughs> Probably did, not. Do they say exclusive? Hopefully timed exclusive. I want all the moves, people. I guess it just says special technique scroll. I don't know. Uh, here's the one I did. 1200 Chibi-U capsule toy. Kenji Mia- Kenji Miyawaki will draw you as a chibi figure for the in-game capsule toy vending machines. Give an idea for the toy's name. Receive the 2D digital illustration of yourself. So that's limited to 60 people. So I'm one of the 60 people. You will be able to play this game, and you will be able to pop the little toy out of there. And if it says Matt Humphrey, that's me. (laughs) That's what I look like. (laughs) Um, 1400. Choose one of three wishes. Your name and birthday will be written on a traditional wishing plaque to be displayed at the temple in Bayou Village. Find your plaque to end your wish, and your wish will come true. Don't know what that means. <laughs> this is Kickstarter only. Um, 1500. Be immortalized in the world of Shenmue with your picture in the harbor waiting area for the Chobu passenger boat. Your name will appear on the guest register at the Chobu Inn. Show the world how Shenmue you are. Why would there just be pictures of people at the waiting area at the, at the passenger boat? <laughs> they're, they're, they're like missing photos There's a, or a wanted photo. Maybe, yeah. Uh, 1800 uh, BFF capsule toy Choose Ryo Shenhua Nozomi Joy Ren Inesan Guizhang Landi Chai Or Fang Mei To appear with your Kenji Miyawaki Drawn chibi uh, Figure For the in-game Capsule toy Vending machines So yeah You get the The little chibi you But you also get to Hang out with, uh, with Your favorite character The little toy of you 1800 Get to Get to name a fishing rod Or lore This is one of the Later ones I know that I don't think anyone Did that one Nobody <laughs> Nobody gets to name the fishing rod or the lure. When your item is purchased, it will get a close-up and reaction from Rio. 
Uh, $2,000. Get one of each of the following. Ha- hand-drawn illustration by Kenji Miyawaki, which other tiers are to get that. Wristwatch, silver, wrist, wristwatch, blue, CD case, Shenhua figure or C- CD player case, Shenmue 1 t-shirt, and includes the real voice message. It's almost like Yu Suzuki has a bunch of leftover merch. I think he does. <laughs> and he's <laughs> hawking it off. Uh, 20, which is totally cool. Yeah. 2500 Laser engraved crystal sculpture of Ryo and Shenhua. Comes with an LED stand that illuminates the design within. Um, 2500 Concept design models of the main characters produced for the sh- development of Shen- Shenmue 1. These busts were important stepping stones in the design phase to make them as lifelike as possible, and were the first time the characters took shape, literally. Good condition with wear and discoloration from all the all the loving hands that went into making Shenmue. I think they could have got the put those at a higher um, limit. The, I think there's a lot of value in those. Those are pieces of history. They're, I think you can actually... If anyone's watched the Project Berkeley uh, disc that came with the Japanese version of Virtual Fighter 3 TB, mm-hmm. those are actually in that video. Wow. You see the he, there's an interview with uh, Mr. Suzuki-san, and hmm. you can see them in the background. Uh, $3,000, a Yu Suzuki-approved replica jacket, for, uh, Rio's trademark leather, tra- trademark leather jacket. Uh, which I already have one I got from Insert Coin. I guess it's not actual leather, but... <laughs> hmm. um, $4,000. Be a lucky hit game board. <laughs> Get your face and name on an in-game lucky hit board. 50 lucky hit tickets. Uh, yeah, so you, you can have your face on a lucky hit board. <laughs> not sure how popular that one was. How about try lucky hit? <laughs> With my a face on it. lucky hit? With my face on it. Uh, $4,500. Get... Get to name a street vendor in the Chobu area. Once Yu Suzuki approves your name, it will become the vendor's sign in Chinese and English. Could you be the next? Could you be the next Bob or Tom? What would you name your business if you did that one? Uh, I don't know. The one, the example they have here is Joel's Stick Roast Chicken. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to think of something, but that would be a cool one to have. But yeah, forty-five hundred dollars is a bit steep. $5,000 includes one of each of the following. Illustration, wristwatches, CD case. CD you get the players. Rio statue from you get, Four Figures. You get this, the Rio statue, yes, which I have sitting up on my shelf right now. Jealous. <laughs> you get a t-shirt and a poster and a mouse pad and a pen and notepad or desk clock. $6,000. Be an NPC. This was my dream. Appear as an NPC. <laughs> Appear as an NPC staying at the Chobu Inn. No big battle scene with Ryo, but this is your chance to cameo in the world of Shenmue. Oh, I just want to see myself modeled in 3D and in uh, Shenmue. I uh, that's yeah. There's a, I think that one has a lot of value as well. Mm. I'd love to. Is it do was that a one. limit of four? So I wonder if it'll be clear who they are when we come across them in the game. Uh, Ten thousand dollars. The original jacket worn by Masaya Mats- Matsukaze for all the Shenmue press events 14 years ago. It's going to be a grimy jacket. Special video message just for you by Yu Suzuki. Named as a special sponsor in the credits. So, uh... I think somebody had that and then they gave it up, right? And then in the end it was like it was gone. Like, or I mean, nobody took it. Somebody had it for a long time and they backed out right at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's one problem with Kickstarter. Yeah. 
$10,000 dinner party. Bring a friend to join a dinner party in Japan with Yusan and the other backers of this tier. Uh, so this happened recently, actually. That was the, what the most recent Kickstarter update was about. Yeah, the, it was the Japanese one. Mm. I think they've done two of the three. I think there was three of them. Mm. They and, did one in Monaco. Yeah, too. they did the Monaco and the Japanese one. Yeah. You also get original script from Shenmue 1 and 2. Uh, $10,000... Again, uh, your face will be featured on a Chiyu Men member to do battle with Ryo. To main character setting, body style will be set up to Mr. Suzuki. $10,000 dinner party. Another $10,000 dinner party. And that's all of them. Yeah. So yeah, there's uh, the rewards, I think... They started adding some of the end, like the fishing rod one and the name of restaurant. It got really convoluted near the end. It did. Um, they were just trying to kind of put a push on it, I think. Yeah. And to an extent, it did work a little bit. Um, but physical items, I think, are where it's at. But also adding physical items, you have to be able to produce them, ship them. Yeah, there was an option to like wave all the items and just donate, but I wanted those items. <laughs> oh yeah, same here. <laughs> I, uh, it's a little piece of history. It is, and I think. I mean, I know it would save them money, and the, the more the more of my money would go towards the game itself. But still, I like the game itself, but also like merch. Yeah, I uh, definitely. I, again, I have a, a pretty sizable Shenmue collection, and I want to keep adding to it. Mm. I want it all, all of it. But those of you who waved your your merch, thank I, you. I applaud you. <laughs> so, uh, anything else about this Kickstarter? Um, I don't know. I think I think they overall, at the end of the day, the you know the marketing of it wasn't necessarily the best. But Shenmue fans came together as a community, blew the target out of the water, which I don't think there was any doubt that we were going to do, put on a huge push rate at the start, put on a huge push rate at the end. It did definitely lull, other than the day where uh, they announced the PS4 version, but that happens with all Kickstarters when you look at the ukulele, Bloodstained, or Mighty Number 9, the bar graphs and charts go the exact same way. Mm. Um, And it literally brought people together. As we mentioned earlier, Matt and I were sitting in my basement watching it, and uh, his brother was over, Matt's wife was there, my wife was there. We were playing some Dart 7. <laughs> I was drinking some Sapporo. We were having a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, we won't have to do it again for Shenmue 4. Yeah, hopefully. I really hope Yeah, more people buy it uh, besides those who backed it. That is my one concern with the amount of backers is almost 70,000 people backed it. Um, I remember the final night of it, we were kind of hoping that it would hit the 70,000 mark. Mm. But I donated twice. And I'm wondering how many people donated twice. I did. Yeah. So, I mean, 69,320 backers from the Kickstarter isn't actually 6,000 or 69,320 backers. Mm. And that's a fear that I have Mm. is that how many people donated twice to get both physical copies or whatever they were looking for and... Because I guess all the, the only way they can make a profit is the people who didn't back. Like, the extra people who buy it. Like, we backed it and they used our money to produce it, so that just evens out in the end. They used our money for production and then to make the profit, they have to get the new people. I think to an extent some of the Kickstarter will be profit. Um, man's gotta eat. Mm. He, uh, you know, this is, at the end of the day, still a job for you, Suzuki. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm I want people to buy. Yeah. Are you going to buy it again? I think I'll, I might actually buy I'm it. I'm probably going to buy a digital copy. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
a lot of people are concerned that it's not going to Xbox One. Mm. Uh, it had to be an exclusive, and it had to be PlayStation that did it. Microsoft doesn't have the install base in Japan, and the uncertainty with Nintendo, Wii U, and X, what was going to happen there, it had to be Sony. Mm. And I think that's as happy as I am and as glad as I am that Sony's the the company that stepped up. You're going from a Sega platform to a Sega and Microsoft platform to a Sony platform. Mm-hmm. So you're you're getting there. A lot of people are you know brand loyal uh, to Microsoft or or Sony. Or, I mean, it's tough to be loyal to Sega now because they don't <laughs> exist in the mm-hmm. console market. But I think it's a uh, tough to get that continuity of people wanting to you know play it from start to finish and. We need Shenmue 1 and 2. We definitely do. HD to... Uh, that will definitely up the sales of Shenmue 3. Yep. Yeah. Um, what about the Kickstarter updates that they've been sending monthly? Has any of those stood out to you? Have any of those stood out to you? Uh, no, I think this one they just did with the Japanese one was number 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was number 59 that they showed kind of in the office. Yeah. The framework of the cutscene where he's jump down that waterfall or whatever it is. Mm. Uh, that one got me... I've kind of been looking at them like, oh, okay, yeah, they're motoring along. They don't show much. But no. They but- had, the, the few times they've showed, like, fully rendered environments and stuff, I've actually been blown away by how good they look, and I think that's the power of probably Unreal 4 is the engine they're using. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it just looks great. Way better than I thought it would, like the, the, little ha- the little Chinese hut that they showed. Yeah. And to be honest, I mean, I'm not... This could come out on PS4 looking like an early PS3 game. It could look like the Dream, Dreamcast game. And I would not give a damn. I just, I want to play it so bad. And I just hope I don't get what happened with people with Mighty Number no. 9. I hope I don't get that burnout. Yeah. And I don't think I will. Well, that got delayed so many times. <laughs> and I think that's what happened. And I mean, Shenmue, I'm expecting a, a delay. At least one or two. Yeah, and I think a year, a year to 18 months, Yeah, we might see a delay, but realistically speaking, not to be pessimistic, but it happens a lot in the industry, mm. um, but I'm okay with that. I, again, I'd rather have a polished product than a uh, something that just needs to be patched to hell. One of my favorite updates they did was when they announced that Kid Nikon, I think, uh, the guy who was like trying to remake Shenmue 1 by himself basically he did all those environments in HD uh, like he actually Yu Suzuki hired him for Shenmue 3 and that was pretty exciting to have somebody of his uh, caliber uh, working on it and I mean it's only good PR that's going to come of it Mm. A you're making this Shenmue super fan who's gone out of his way to actually make this Mm. bringing him on the team he's going to be you know he's the happiest kid in Japan yeah he wasn't he wasn't just making the environments he was actually going to try to rebuild the entire game (laughs) before he got hired for this it's great public relations for them Um, and hopefully it happens with other games you know Mm -hmm. people that are doing it with other other IPs yeah it's why not if these people are willing to to put in the work Mm -hmm. you'd rather have them on your side than have to go against them right Mm -hmm. Uh, so I guess that's probably it I think so the Kickstarter episode Um, yes uh, follow us on uh, everywhere you can follow us uh, SoundCloud and hopefully iTunes will be up soon yeah we are on Facebook we are Shenmue AM2 podcast we have an email right we have Shenmue AM2 podcast at gmail.com we are Shenmue AM2 on the Shenmue Dojo forums Um, appreciate all the views all the comments if you want to send in ideas for the show um, potentially if you want to be a guest on the show Mm. um, email us we uh, 
you know, once we get probably a few more episodes under our under our uh, belts, we're looking, we're tossing around some ideas of, obviously, we're going to try to do a playthrough of Shenmue 2. Mm. Um, but once we have that playthrough of Shenmue 2 done, you know... We need something to drag this out to Shenmue 3. <laughs> we have, uh, you know, we have some topics that we can do, talk about Shenmue Online, talk about uh, just different things, our collections. Hopefully, you know, we wouldn't mind having some uh, other people on. Yep. We have some ideas mainly being Corey Marshall, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. if you're listening, bud. <laughs> yeah. Um, hit us up at our email, shenmueam2podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have some ideas of, of just some special episodes we want to do, you know, the five questions that we could ask. Um, lots of ideas. Yep. Um, and who is this episode brought to you by? This episode is brought to you by Fruta. Totally, not Fanta. <laughs> All right, thanks, everyone. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. <laughs>